Hope's Harbor, a gritty Bible devotion with David Bradley. Jesus on the Cross, Part 2 of 4. Key verses are Matthew 27, 22, and 23. Pilate said to them, What then shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said to him, Let him be crucified. Then the governor said, Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more, saying, Let him be crucified. When Jesus was spiked to the cross, it was part of the most stupendous event in the history of creation up to that point, and maybe beyond. The innocent Son of God, condemned to die at the hands of religious people. But wait, on that cross a miracle occurred. And it will be a miracle if I can even begin to fully tell of this tragedy. A tragedy that brought salvation down to us all so that we only have to ask for it. The devotion focus is Jesus on the cross to die, and we go free if we choose. Now, please keep in mind as we examine what happened the day Jesus died on the cross, we do have a choice to make. If you have never made a choice for where you will spend eternity, Jesus said to you as he did a priest one night, and Jesus answered saying to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And that's John 3.3. 3. The priest asked, How is this possible to be born again? And Jesus explained and then told him, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes on him is not condemned. But those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only begotten of God. Now that's John 3:16 through 18. So there is the choice put before us concerning the saving of our souls and our eternal destiny. And then for those who have made the choice to believe and trust the Son of God to save their souls, then you must choose, as I must choose, to live by his life as put forth in the New Testament. Reading the Bible daily, prayerfully, and giving time to take in the truths we encounter within Holy Scripture, this is how we learn how to live the new life. In the previous episode, episode 118, the actions leading up to Jesus being arrested, beaten, sentenced to death, and then made to carry a cross was observed. And now for the event in which Jesus was spiked to the cross. Roman soldiers most likely hammered spikes through Jesus' hands or wrist, also spiked through the ankles. And by the way, there is an image of skeletal remains in which a spike is still through the ankle from the Roman days of crucifixion. You may view this image in the show notes appendix at hopesharbor.net. Now, how Jesus was hung on the cross is conjecture based on the Roman practice at the time and the fact Jesus told Doubting Thomas to touch his hands, indicating where spikes went through them. The main thing here is Jesus was hung on the cross in an extremely painful way, and there he hangs, dying. 
Added to the physical pain of being crucified, Jesus suffered the mocking of the Jewish priest attending his death. Do you know the fate of the human race hung in the balance? It did from the human standpoint, although Jesus predetermined to die for our sins. This decision was made before he and God the Father and the Holy Spirit created the world. This is found in Revelation 13.8, and also read chapter 1 of Genesis. Now, the fact Jesus didn't come down off the cross as challenged by the priest was due to his mission to atone for the sin of the human race and then be able to offer forgiveness and redemption and new life to us. He stayed on that cross to completely pay for our sins. Now, Jesus made seven statements from the cross that we know of. And to me, the most important was when he declared, It is finished. In the context of his life and ministry, this statement meant the payment for all sin was completely paid. Now, philosophers and critics have asked, if all sin, that is the disposition of sin, like that of a virus, is paid for, all past sins, present sins, and future sins, then why do people still go to hell? Now, this is a great question. The answer is that people go to hell because they choose to. They reject the payment Jesus made and choose to face God on their own merit. Now, I don't know about you, but I shudder to think of facing God on my merit. Because of the sins I've committed already, they are enough to send me to hell. And how do I know? Because God requires a perfect life when we are judged. Now, you tell me of any person you know who is perfect. I would like to meet them. And after Jesus died on the cross and their bodies, those of the two thieves with him, were ordered taken down, the two thieves were still alive. And so the soldiers broke their legs to prevent them from pushing up and taking another breath. But when they came to Jesus and saw he was already dead, one of the soldiers took a spear, thrust it through his side and into his heart to ensure death. The Bible records that blood and water came out. This indicated Jesus was dead because the serum separated from the blood, hence the blood and water. It's interesting that one of the people who undertook to care for Jesus' body was the priest Nicodemus. He's the one who came to Jesus at night, as recorded in John chapter 3. Now Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea took Jesus' body and placed it into a nearby tomb. Mary Magdalene was one of the women who followed to see where Jesus was buried. And there they sat, the women who followed Jesus, sitting at the tomb. Can you even imagine the shock and trauma of having watched the crucifixion and death of their beloved Jesus, and then to sit at the tomb knowing he was dead? In summary, Jesus died on the cross. This is a fact if you believe the biblical record. If, as many skeptics do, you don't believe this is fact, then nothing else the Bible has to offer is of any value to you other than an interesting document, maybe. In the action to consider, read the accounts of the crucifixion in each of the four Gospels. Let this tragedy soak into your soul, the tragedy that the Son of God had to die for your sins. And then consider 
that for God, the apparent tragedy was part of his plan to rescue the whole human race. Now, I've got to tell you, as a former SWAT officer trained in hostage rescue, I like that fact. The fact Jesus kicked down the door behind which I was held hostage and set me free. Next week's devotion, Jesus Off the Cross. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.